Hello guys, it's so nice to be back here with you and I want to talk today about a story that I heard when I was three years old. And so the title of our message today is The Best Orange in the World. <laughs> I know that's an interesting title, but bear with me, you will understand why. Remember, we are in a series of three messages. Uh, and the name of this series is Good, Better, Best. So it's always about finding the best of something for us to get inspired and uh, grow. They know through stories and messages and Bible verses and personal um, stories. And so here we go. When I was almost three years old, my parents were starting a church in Brazil, in the northeast of Brazil. That's where I'm from. And um, I remember this. the church started in my house in an outside veranda because you know, we have pretty weather all year round. It's really always warm. And the teacher took us to the other side of the house and set us down on a concrete floor. And she told us this story. In a grocery store, there were two oranges. And one of them was a very prideful orange. And the other one was a humble orange. The prideful orange said, I don't ever want anybody to buy me. I don't want to be eaten by anybody. But the other orange, which was humble and had a servant's heart, said, well, I think different from you. I actually want someone to buy me. I want to make a difference in this world. I want to be useful. And so, and so not long after that, a family came by and they bagged the humble, you know, orange and took the orange home. And that orange was very useful and they enjoyed that orange and it was nutritious and was great. It did what it came to the earth to do. But the other orange that was prideful, someone, as they were bagging some oranges, let it fall on the ground and it rolled under the, the table that stand and nobody saw that it had fallen there and it stayed there until it got rotten and dry and it wasn't good for anything. And I remember that young teacher said to us and she had brought two oranges with her <laughs> and she said, this, is, this represents our lives and what we came to do on the earth. See, if we just want to live lives in a selfish way and only serve ourselves, help ourselves, you know, we are going to end up frustrated, dry, rotten on the inside, and we will not have accomplished what God created us to do. While if we are like the humble orange, and we want to serve others and make a difference, then we will be useful and our lives are going to make a difference in our generation. And I found this verse in Hebrews 10, 24, that I think is a perfect match for this story. In response to all he has done for us, 
Let us outdo each other in being helpful and kind to each other and in doing good. I'm going to read that again, guys. In response to all he has done for us, let us outdo each other in being helpful and kind to each other and in doing good. After the teacher told that story, she cut up the oranges and we ate them. <laughs> I think that part was also very special to me. And to this day, I love oranges like my favorite fruit. This verse tells us that it is being kind in, to each other and serving each other is a response to everything that Jesus has done for us. It isn't just because we are good in ourselves. Just naturally we are good and helpful. No, actually, you know, the human being is actually naturally very selfish. We only want to do things for ourselves and maybe our families. <laughs> But in response to what Jesus did for us, see, we are kind to others. We help others. But it says more than that. It says that we must outdo each other. So, really, this is a competition of who is going to be the kindest, who is going to be the most helpful, the most, you know, the one that has the, the, the greatest servant's heart. So, it's a competition, guys. And uh, let me ask you a question. What is the meaning of life? See, Jesus said it's better to give than to receive. And he was right about that. I think he was really giving us the key to happiness. See, when you give of yourself, your time, your finances, your talents, your love, your affection. You know, how about you know, having a listening ear or you know, offering a shoulder for someone to cry on? Also being the person that they're going to celebrate with. Sometimes, you know, we can we even have a hard time finding someone that will truly rejoice with us. So when Jesus said it's better to give than to receive, because he knows that giving of ourselves brings a great, great joy. I never forgot something I heard from that Hollywood actor, Will Smith. He said a simple sentence like this. He said, I'm my happiest when I'm helping someone. I am my happiest when I am helping someone. See, this is coming from a guy that is a multi-multi-millionaire who knows all the famous people in Hollywood, who goes to the best parties, who's married to a beautiful woman, who has two healthy children. Guys, he drives any car he wants to drive, lives where he wants to live. But he said, in the end of the day, I am my happiest when I'm helping somebody else. And that caught my attention. Let me ask you a question. Are you willing to pour yourself out and give all that you are in order to make a difference in this life? See, you are called to give of yourself. To four different groups. Well, first of all, you are called to give of yourself to God, to Him, 
to love him with all your heart. Listen, God doesn't just want to be loved by you. He wants to be loved by you with all your love, all your heart. He wants to be worshipped by you with all your understanding and all your strength. God, he gives all that he is for us. He gives his very best. He gives of himself very generously. He will not accept that we will give to him just what is left over. That's not how it works. Um, he expects us to give of ourselves completely. And he expects us to be madly in love with him because he's madly in love with us. The second group of people we're called to give ourselves to is to our families. We are called to give ourselves to our spouses, our children, our moms and dads, our brothers and sisters, our nieces, our aunts and uncles, even to our in-laws, guys. <laughs> you don't know if, if there is, of course, a peaceful um you know, relationship, then give of yourself. If not, you can give your prayers, you can give your blessings, you can bless them with your words, okay? You can find something to do to bless them. Well, you, uh, the third group of people we're called to give to, we're called to give to the church. See, the church of Jesus Christ is his bride. When you go to a wedding, you cannot go and say, oh, I'm going to go for the groom, but I don't really like the bride. Or the other way around, you can say, I'm going to go for the bride, but I dislike the groom. Because when you do that, you're hurting the heart of the other person. So, you know, if you say you love Jesus, how can you not love his bride? You have to love the bride of Jesus Christ. He loves his church. He loves his bride. He gave his life for his bride. So say, God, I want to be a blessing to your church. It's starting with my congregation, my local church. I want to be a blessing there. The fourth group of people we're called to give of ourselves to is to the world. The lost world, the ones who still haven't yet understood the heart of the Father and what Jesus came to do. God is saying, love them. Be a living expression of my love to the world. Be kind in little actions, in, in, in big actions, knowing little things and big things. Let my love be poured through you. Let your words be kind and loving. So guys, this is a competition. Let's outdo each other in kindness. Let's be the good orange. Let's be the best orange in this world. If this is a competition, then they know there is a victory. There is a victor. <laughs> I want to be victorious, guys, in this area in my life. I want God to look at me and say, wow, Patricia is a good orange. Patricia is the best orange there is in Portimão, her city, where she lives. She's the best orange in Portugal. Come on. We're supposed to outdo each other, guys, in kindness. And it's a response to what he did for us. And so, my dear friends, brothers, and sisters in Christ, you need to... Um, respond to God's love through your actions. And recently I was looking at one of my friend's um, um, 
Instagram post and said something like this, okay? You will never look into someone's eyes and not be someone that God loves. Meaning everyone you look at, everyone you talk to, is somebody that God loves. And so this is an invitation. God is inviting you to be the best orange in the world. To be that person who says, I want to pour my life. And love God. Love my family. Love the church. And love the world. Not love the world as of being part of it in sin. But loving the world as in reflecting God's love in this generation. I want to be a blessing to you guys. Sometimes I work very hard to keep up with everything in, in my ministry. But I know when I'm doing that, that God is receiving my worship. That I do that because I love the Lord. I do that because I love you. I do that because the church of Jesus Christ, His bride, deserves that I will serve her. And so... Here is a competition, guys. And so we have a mountain to conquer. The mountain of kindness. Do you think we can do it? I think we can. Mountains ahead.